and welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train Jeffrey coming live from the West Village of Manhattan. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. That's how this whole thing works. You listen to the show. You have a great time. You get to put your brain on the shelf, and we can take the wheel of your brain, and you can you know, get away from all the stresses that you're dealing with on a daily basis, and then you enjoy it. And then you tell a friend, send it to the group chat. Someone you know is dealing with one of the issues that's going to come up today. That is someone that is a great prospect for the show. And I'm, I say prospect because, but really you're giving them a gift. It's the holiday season. Give the gift of J-Train. And listen, keep sending your emails, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. We want your dating, relationship, lifestyle emails for here. We want screenshot emails so that we can see what's cooking under the hood of your of your problems. And listen, we're doing Patreon, patreon.com slash Jerry I'm getting so many nice messages about the Patreon. We do three extra podcasts a week for five bucks a month. So go get involved, patreon.com slash Jared I also got live shows. So people, we are... Um, we I've, 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 I've stacked up the calendar, okay? If you're in New York tonight, I am in um, Long Beach, New York. I'm doing a, you know, a show out there. And then I'm going to St. Louis for New Year's. So if you want to celebrate, and I'm there not just New Year's Eve. I'm there, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday happens to land on a weekend. So St. Louis Mo, if you know someone in the area, let them know. Fort Lauderdale, it's a big room in Fort Lauderdale. So don't do the thing where you're like, but I'm in Palm Beach. Are you going to perform in my living room? No. I'm not going to perform in a living room. It's going to be Fort Lauderdale. That's when I come to Southern Florida. It's going to be a lot of fun. You're, my parents will be there with a hundred of their friends. So I need I need you to – what I need out of the Southern Florida people, my dad's like, well, I got a lot of people coming. I, you, and he starts giving me notes on what jokes I should and shouldn't do. And I'm like, okay, so now I need a mixer of all the people that are like fun and not judgy you know, Jewish aunts. Um, in the crowd so I need you to you know dilute them a little bit so Southern Florida Fort Lauderdale that's January 8th and then I'm coming to Cincinnati West Nyack uh, Philadelphia Sacramento Hartford jaredfree.com for all the dates jaredfree.com San Francisco that's on there Pittsburgh okay so uh, very excited today's guest um, we go way way back it is crazy how long I how long ago we met but it's first time on the podcast um, there are matchmaker and a dating coach so you know you're right you're needed by the listenership Devin Simone thank you for coming on hello I'm so glad to be here and you know now you've changed what I'm going to ask for next year for the holidays because a performance from Jared Freed in my living room that's yes I mean that's a, <laughs> listen, that's a on the there's list. a price that I will look at that you know listen everything has a price and I am willing to sell myself at <laughs> very different costs so I, I but I Devin we go way back we met and this is like very you know we're very Hollywood people, you and I. Devin, you've seen on the challenge. Um, MTV's the challenge. And her website, devinondating.com, is where you can sign up for the matchmaking and dating coach stuff. But we're going to get to that in a second. I want to tell our story. We, yes. you know, MTV was like trying to do a TV show with Dr. Ruth. And it was like the new and old school of dating and sex, right? Wasn't that it? Right. Yeah, that was it. It's so It was so crazy because Dr. Ruth, I feel like some of your listeners will know, for those who don't, she is the OG of like, yes. like she had a sex and dating show before it was like allowed, really, right? Like it was like oh, a taboo yeah. thing. When it was actually like, brave to talk about it. Exactly. Like, you know, exactly. She couldn't talk about that in Brooklyn even, you know? like Right, 
Right. And she's this little old lady. And what I will never forget is she loves men. I'm going to just put it out there because yes. she loved you. She loves me. She, does, she did not like women as much as me. I'm gonna was, say, I got along with her well, fortunately. But in general, it I was very she- interesting to see why someone is successful and has a long career. And mm-hmm. you could tell she did this thing. And I, I don't think we're talking shit. I mean, that we're, she we're was giving great, her, yeah. She was great and she was funny and she knew you know, what her position was on the show. So all of us are going in and testing with her. And you could see the men, she knew how to make a man feel good about themselves and laugh at them. <laughs> he, she knew the buttons to press. She and did. then with the women, she was cutthroat. Yeah, she was. <laughs> she was. Like, she was really, she actually gave me, though, a hug at the end. And I felt yeah. so honored because pretty sure she didn't give any other girl there. Uh, like, she was very cutthroat when it it's, came to the women. It was so funny and interesting to watch because, you know, we're there. You know, this is 10 years ago, nine years ago. And, you know, yeah. you and I get called in to test. They call it. A, yeah. We're, we're testing for the show. They want to see our compatibility as a host, hostess with Dr. Ruth. How does it all play off each other? So they have us play right. these games that they would hypothetically do on the show. I don't even think the show got made. <laughs> it didn't end up getting made. No, it didn't. But, but I remember the lot- game's good call. There was some sex game. They would like hold up something and I feel like you to do word association. Like it was yeah, like it was- some sex item. <laughs> Yeah, and you had to guess what it was, and Dr. Ruth is like, of course that goes up your asshole. You know, like, and she, like, knew right away. <laughs> yeah. yeah so it, it, and listen, I think that, you know, some of these shows, you're like, why don't they get made? And it's like, who knows? It, it, right. You know, good shows don't get made. Bad shows don't get made. Bad shows get made. Good shows get made. You know, it, 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 there's, like, so much politics and stuff. But right. it's, it's funny, like, you and I get brought in because they're like, we need young people who are ver- well-versed in the dating conversation, the sex conversation. And, right. you know, I'm starting J-Train podcast at the time. You're doing dating coaching and matchmaking. And, you know, they and for us, we're like, yeah, what if this show gets huge? Then I can, you know, do my own thing with an even bigger audience, right? Yeah, yeah. And I'll learn from Dr. Ruth. I mean, yeah, she's right. literally the, li- the, living, the living legend. But... In the end, the show didn't get picked up, but it's cool because it connects people like you yes. and I, right? Like it creates this sort of, you know, it's funny how these things work where randomly you're like, oh, I know that person. And like, totally. you know, yeah, I mean, you, re- you reached out to me with a very nice message. And I, you know, and I do this thing where I go, how the hell haven't I had Devin on? Like we follow each other on Twitter. Yeah. I'm like, this is crazy. But I, I want to talk about um Devin on dating so so tell me we've had matchmaker on before maria uh, matchmaker maria she's been on the show a couple times you know Mm -hmm. i think this world is so interesting because we're in this dating app world and i've been talking about it in stand-up a little bit lately like everyone wants to meet in real life but Mm -hmm. in real life isn't as good as a dating app as far as like the information that you have, like I like right. if I was like right, and it's like we're all we are part of the Google generation. We look up restaurants right. before we go. None oh, of us go tell blindly. Me about it. Right? What am I supposed to do with this written menu? I want to see photos of the food. Like yeah. I want to know what John and Amy had and if they liked it. Five. That's right. That's right, and that's why that's so big on TikTok and Instagram. All these reviewers, and it is interesting. We all want. I think the hierarchy goes set up. Um. And then it goes in real life meeting and then Mm -hmm. it goes dating app. But the problem Mm -hmm. is setup gets messed up every time. 
Like no one yeah. does a setup as good as you need them to do. The, no one cares about you. Setups are always done very messy. They don't treat it like a job. And then yeah. in real life, like going to a bar offers too much variability. You don't know enough right. about people when you could just open up your phone and know who's single in your phone. So right. I would think a matchmaker, someone who takes this seriously, this has to be your time, so to speak. Like this, what a, what a what a beautiful time to be like helping because people want an, a thoughtful fix up, don't you think? Right. Like, is that what you're dealing with? You're, Tell me about your work. You are a hundred percent correct, Jared. I mean, I don't want to say what a time to be alive because it's actually also crazy the things that yes. we're dealing with. But when it comes to dating and your love life, like really, what a time! I mean, as a matchmaker, and and different matchmakers do things differently. So I work with a company called Three Day Rule. And, you know, we're, I'd say we're unique in some of the way that we kind of like handle our process and being thoughtful about how we match make people. And what we've seen over the last year and a half is we've been busier than ever because mm. like in, meeting in real life now, like how many opportunities are we having to do that? We're having online classes, right? Like the sure. universities aren't fully open. Who's hanging out at a bar now? Not as many people. Not you're as many going people. Out, you're in your mask. You know, maybe you have cute eyes, but maybe your eyes aren't your strong <laughs> suit and they're not going to see your smile or anything else about you. You know, you're looking like cousin it walking around the streets. Nobody's going to like go for that. Sure. And so having a matchmaker is someone it's like a wing woman. It is like a coach. It is like a personal trainer all in one. They do the heavy lifting for you. And that way you have the necessary information to feel safe about whom you're going to be meeting. But, um, you know, you can meet people that are outside of your existing network because your friends may love you and they may want to set you up, but they also may know the same six people. Totally. And so you are just going to be going out with the same rotation of those six people that they've been <laughs> I, trying to set everybody else up with. And you're seeing the same six friends and then you yep. convince yourself another friend and then you don't, you say, I don't want to mess up the friendship. I don't want to like get yeah. in the way. What is the process? So, and is there a clientele you deal with? Is there, is it women? Is it men? Who's coming to you? And, and listen, everyone, and is it a part of the country? You know, is it a specific yeah. part of the country? So DevonOnDating.com, um, go, 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 go to the website. There's a free version and a paid version, right? Absolutely. So they go to DevonOnDating.com. I'll hook you up. Um, you'll okay. get connected directly to me. You can be in our free pool if you want to be considered to be an actual member. One of one of the paid versions, then uh, we can chat about that too. But we work what with anyone. The, if you don't mind me, I'm sorry to interrupt, but what does yeah. the free pool consist of? Let's say you know someone here listening. What if they want to be in? And you're in New York, so I would imagine a lot yeah. of the free pools in New York. No, so we're in 12 cities nationwide. Okay, wow. So yes, I am in New York. But if you are in LA, San Fran, Boston, Philly, Chicago. Uh, you name it. Those Imagine, are our biggest go, cities. Join the pool. Yeah, this like is, you're in the right spot. <laughs> so, there so what does the go. pool get? What does the pool get you when you sign up? Yeah, yeah. So being in the pool, it just means, and it's all private, which is cool too. So, and mm. we've worked with names, Jared, that you would know that the yeah. listeners would know, and we've worked with names that you'd be like, I don't know who the hell it is, because mm -hmm. we work with a variety of people, but privacy is paramount no matter what. So we're not okay. going to put you on blast. We're not going to post photos or whatever else unless you share your story. Um, and so, yeah, we've worked with, I think the youngest client that I've brought on was 25 and mm -hmm. the oldest I personally worked with was, uh, she was in her seventies, but I think the oldest we've worked with as a team on, as a company was, he was in his eighties. Um, so it's a very wide range, 25 to 80 men and women, uh, from teachers, school teachers and 
production assistants to CEOs, to celebrities, to entrepreneurs. Like you, I mean, we've worked with a lot of people. I, I can share this story because she's been very vocal about it. But Drybar, you've heard of Drybar, okay. Jared. Yeah, you of course. Hair. I know, you've heard of I know Drybar so, well. There you go. So the founder of Drybar, we introduced her to her fiance. Um, oh and I only share that publicly because she's been so vocal about her story and how the role that we played. Otherwise, again, privacy is paramount and I wouldn't show that. Um, but yeah, like anyone, I think the misperception with matchmaking is that it's like for old people, it's for people who can't date. But do we No, Like if you get a personal trainer, nobody goes, ooh, that fool can't lift a weight. They are too sure. damn dumb for the gym. They go, okay, <laughs> cool. They're killing it. They want to hit certain targets. They don't want to figure out the exercises. They having, they're having their personal trainer come and help them. Or if you, you know, order takeout, no one's like, that girl can't cook. Now it may be true, yeah. <laughs> but nobody's assuming this, that. This they're isn't- like, okay. This isn't a helpless pursuit. I totally understand yeah. that. I well, let's say free pool. Is it more men or women? Uh, so it's about it varies per city. In mm. general, I'd say it's about sixty percent women, forty percent men. But it really varies per city. Like New York dating is very different than Philly dating, which is very different okay. than Chicago dating, and very different than SF dating. They're so, all different. So let's say I signed up. Would I hear yes. from you? Like I, I make a profile. Yeah. And, and, you know, what's the, I'm trying to figure out like, you know, what, you know, if I sign up and I put my yeah. whole profile on there, who are you yeah. bringing to me or am I being brought to people that are paying you? Yeah. And so Jared, we are going to talk about that because I know you've had some <laughs> struggles. Uh, yes. so, so, so when you sign up, it's super easy. You can do it from your phone. You can do it from the computer. It takes three minutes. Going to ask you for a couple photos. Again, only myself and my colleagues can see it. It's not plastered mm -hmm. everywhere. Um, it's going to ask you some basics, age, what you do for a living, where you're based, like all that sort of stuff, you know, religion, height, gender, blah. Uh, and then it'll connect you when you go to devinondating.com, it'll connect you to me and I'll shoot you an email or even a text mm -hmm. message. And so, and it's real, it's not automated. I had someone the other day because I was responding to people over the Thanksgiving holiday. They're like, oh, I'm sure this is automated. I was like, no, this is really, this is real. I'm a real You're person. You're in my phone. Yeah, yeah, like, no, this is real. Um, and so we will... If you're looking to just be in the free pool, then there's nothing left for you to do. And what will happen is you kind of live in that pool, and my colleagues may reach out in the future if the basic info you've put in piques our interest for a particular member. So if it does pique our interest, then we'll reach out to you at that time, like when we're considering that you could be a match for someone, and we'll interview you and then kind of go from there and see if, if it's a fit or not. If you're looking to learn more about membership, then we'll hop on a call. I'll learn more about like your must-haves, your deal breakers, like what's essential to you. And from there, I can tell you if it's even a good fit for you, right? Because it, it just yeah. like using the takeout analogy, if you're in the mood for Chinese food and I'm a, a Mexican restaurant, not that we are, then like I'm not going to try and pitch you, yeah. you know, what, like because I don't have what it is that you were looking for specifically. Totally. So here, when you tell me what you're looking for, I can say, oh, great, Jared based on what you bring to the table and what you're looking for, amazing, you'd be a great candidate, here are your options. Or mm. I might be like, Jared, that's really cool, you're awesome, I don't know that we could take you on as a member right now, but you can be in our free pool and we will reach out in the future if we think, See, you know. I always like, what's the opportunity? So if you're a listener yeah. right now, the opportunity is to say, to make it a part of your dating wheel. Like even just the yes. free one, like you know, if you sign up, you'll forget about it, maybe you'll get a text you know, six yeah. months from now where it's like, hey, we, we have someone that just joined and you kind of are in their profile, you know, what they're looking for. Like, and then you get a call and hey. then it's like out of, out of left field, which is great. 
and you have nothing to lose. And think of how fast time goes. Like, think about right now. We are at the end of 2021. I almost said 2020 because that's how fast that, <laughs> we're that. It goes by so fast. And a lot of times what I find, and I'm sure this is true for your listeners, we're so busy on our hustle or just trying to do things and make things happen that <clears throat> certain things slip by the wayside, primarily our love lives. And mm-hmm. so the same way you want to get a lot out of your career. So you're hustling and you're doing shows all over the country. How mm-hmm. you, you don't sit in one place, Jared, you know, we're <laughs> all like doing things to advance. If you're not putting the same sort of thoughtfulness or intention in your love life, you can't expect to yield the same results. Like I know there's a bunch of Hallmark Christmas movies. I binge watched a bunch on Saturday. I know that they are out there, but it is not true. You will not end up in a small farm town and bump into the lumberjack who's been waiting for someone like you and- who will build you a house. Ain't going to happen. Let's be more thoughtful. Now, Now, what is the three-day rule? Yes. Yeah, so the three-day rule is actually a play from the movie Swingers. You've seen Swingers okay. with Vince Vaughn, right? I have. It's been a while, so I I, 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 I haven't. It's I, You're going to have to remind me. Yeah, so our tal- our founder, Talia uh, Goldstein, she's amazing and uh, hilarious and has a sense of humor, We, as we all do, which I think is partially great about our company and keeps things fun. Um, but it's in the movie, Vince Vaughn gets a woman's number and like kind of freaks out. And he's like, I have to wait three days to call her, like three-day rule. Um, and he's sort of in his Vince Vaughn way, like ridiculous about it. Mm-hmm. And so when she started the company, we've been around for a, a, about 11 years now. So when she started the company back then, she thought it was kind of a funny play. We do not advocate don't wait three when we match you do not wait three days to contact Listen, them that I, will stress us out but i yeah. i i was like because i'm not a big rule guy so that's something that like i i see that and i go oh what do we you know but it's just no, it's from the movie no it's, a, I, I, it's just from the movie there are no the only real rule is don't be a dick you know yeah. like don't be an ass like that male female whatever gender like just be a good person that's literally we, the only I, rule and as we've learned from this podcast, especially a dick is many shades of gray. Like, like yeah. someone can be an yeah. ass, and another person could be someone's prince or princess. And yeah. it, it is um, that's where these emails come in. So I'm so excited you're here at Devin Simone on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow immediately. Matchmaker and dating coach, three day rule. It is www.devinondating.com. Go go go! Sign up for the free pool. Yeah. What an opportunity! Devin spelled with a Y. My mom with was on something at the time. She wasn't literally. <laughs> she'll kill me if she hears that. But Devin with a Y. <laughs> I'm going to have it all over my social media so people will know exactly. the e- They'll click right on it. So are you ready to answer some emails, Devin? I am ready. Let's do it. 32 and casual help. Jared, super fun show in Syracuse. Lots of laughs were had. Thank you. Some background info to set the scene. I'm 32, and in the last few years, I've had two very unhealthy relationships end. I have always been the type of person who prefers relationships and tends to get too attached when, quote-unquote, casual. I recently decided that I was going to take a, quote-unquote, break from these serious relationships. Because let's be honest, recently they have only landed me in therapy, upside-down smiley face. Okay. I began a part-time job in the summer and started hanging out with an employee who no longer works there in September. So you started part-time in the summer and then you started hanging out with someone that no longer works there in September. Okay. For context, he is older than I am and recently out of a long-term relationship. We did start by hanging out as friends for the first few times and then things began to get flirty and ultimately sexual. From the start, he was very upfront about not wanting a relationship. I have continued the situationship knowing that, trying out this casual thing. Ultimately, I told him I would need to this to be exclu- an exclusive casual situationship, which he agreed to. 
I truly don't know how he feels about me because he communicates solely through sarcasm and humor. We do communicate regularly and hang out in between his increasingly busy schedule. So a few nights ago, I picked him up from the bar and had quite a bit to drink. On the way home, while we were chatting, he randomly said, I love you a little. Uh-oh. My question to you is, do you think this is just a drunk I love you that people who care about each other say when they're drunk, or is this more of a reflection of how he actually feels? I don't know what to think of this, and I would really love your input. Thanks in advance. XO, 32, and casual. So, Devin, what do you think of this situation? Wow. There was a lot of twists and turns uh, There's there a lot here. in that, yeah, in that journey and that story. I mean, I think, I think it's not a terrible thing. So take it and put it in your back pocket. I wouldn't mm. put a, a bunch of weight in it. Yes, I know a drunk man's words are sober man's thoughts, but to be a responsible partner, like for both of you and what you deserve, because it sounds like before you've been in relationships where maybe you were doing more of the heavy lifting than the other person. Um, you deserve someone who can confidently say that sober, right? And confidently mm. say it and stand by it. And he's not wrong if he's not in that space yet. Maybe he is or will get there or isn't. Um, but don't settle for the drunken I love you a little and give him benefits as though he was like, you're the person of my life and I want to be with you forever because they're not the same thing. I see you the making way, face, Jared. The way you just said that is perfect. The, yeah. you know, giving the, someone the benefits of, you know, the, the full girlfriend, yeah. Um, with the the work of not a full boyfriend, right? And I, I, there's a very specific line in this email that like jumps out to me. Like, first of all, she says that she gets attached. She, it's interesting that she realizes about herself that she gets attached, mm -hmm. and she says, "I'm in. I, I, you know, I've been recently. They've only landed me in therapy with an upside, upside down smiley face. Like, she mm -hmm. understands that. Like, there's things she has to work on. But it, it, it's interesting yeah. to me. That she's like, well, I have to work on things, but while I'm doing it, let me do the thing that makes me go a little bit, um, like uh, gets me like is the makes go, makes me go a little bit crazy, and I don't mean crazy yeah. crazy. I mean like this is the thing that like triggers me, and yeah. then she writes. So and then she writes from the start. He was very upfront about not wanting a relationship. Okay, right. So you you know we have to think of these things as constant negotiations, and yes. What you said is part of the negotiation process. He says, I don't want a relationship. And then I've continued the situationship knowing that, trying out this casual thing. And then ultimately, right. she writes, I told him I would need this to be an exclusive, casual situationship, which he agreed to. What the fuck is that? Right, girl. Right. Like, I, I, you know, and, and to me, that's her saying, I'll agree to what you're saying, but not, I don't know. Like to me, exclusive means I can't fuck anyone else means we're in a relationship. It also means to be clear, I don't want to fucking, it means I am excited. Cause I think well, sometimes people settle for exclusive as in the other person is get like, it gets cold outside. So they begrudgingly are like, fine, I'll only have sex with you because it's too cold to go across the street. But like, sure, you're going to want to be with you. Yeah, you're like an Airbnb for love. Like you're yeah. like, oh, I'll, you know, I'll rent this place out for about a month, and then yes. once I find something that you know suits me, then I'll move on. Like, yes. you know, does that mean he can be on a dating app? Does that mean he can be, you know, um, flirting? You said you picked him up from the bar, and then he says, "I love you a little." That's after a night of drinking where he didn't find yeah. anyone else to say "I love you" to. I, I yeah. just think she's trying to do so much at once. She's trying to take yeah. care of her own mental well being, and yeah. she says like, and and then not admitting to like this isn't for her this guy you know right. like 
I, 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 the, the, I love you matter to me. The, I love you is him getting everything he wants. He gets someone to say, I love you a little right. too. And he gets you to hug him and he gets you to feel good about that. That feels good for him too. Well, and, and he, his drunk ass managed to say a little while drunk. Who qualifies that? When they're drunk. Well, he qualifies everything. He Everything has to be a situationship that's casual but also exclusive. Like everything right. has yeah. a break in case of emergency. Yes. I'm not yes. the asshole thing. He can go, I said mm -hmm. a little. We, you know, we yes. were exclusive, but it was casual. It's like you're using all these phrases to absolve Absolutely. yourself from feeling hurt. And right. I think to her, like, I, I, I think that it starts with her saying, looking in the mirror and going, I can't do this. It's okay. Right. Right. Well, I think she's looking for certainty. Look, we all have the six human needs, right? So it's certainty, uncertainty, love and connection, uh, significance, contribution and growth. As humans, we all operate with those. As individuals, we have two that we lead with or that we need more than others. So someone who maybe travels the world regularly and has different jobs, they lead with uncertainty versus the person who gets married young and stays in their hometown. They probably lead with certainty, right? Mm. So, so we all have those and there are positive ways to meet those needs there are negative ways to meet those needs but it sounds like she is really in a space where she's looking for certainty in her life and that's that's difficult because the quality of your life is in direct proportion to the amount of uncertainty you can live with so her getting into these situationships and trying to to get them to state claim that they're going to be exclusive, even though mm -hmm. they're not giving her all the other benefits she deserves, is really her trying to feel like she has something certain, right? Yes. Like something that she can, but you've got to stop looking for the certainty outside of you. Like there's a meme that says you can't go looking for love in the same place you lost it, sis. You can't mm -hmm. go looking for happiness in the same place you lost it. So if she could find something that she can actually control for certainty, whether that be you know, certainty is continuing your mental health, which is great. Therapy is great. Yes. Like, good. Certainty is I'm going to redecorate my room or my apartment or whatever. Like, things she can control and find the joy. And then that way, she won't need to settle for these breadcrumbs from this guy or any other guy. Well, you, what you said is so correct. And I, I, I love the certainty, uncertainty thing. Because, mm -hmm. you know, the it, it is interesting and and it's the reason she's getting she's emailing this podcast. Yeah. She's emailing this because she's certain that he's exclusive with her. Mm -hmm. She's also certain that he's a time bomb that's going to blow up and end it with her. You know, right. so, she, wants, she wants certainty. She wants certainty on what that I love you meant. She wants certainty on what his feelings are because he's not giving her full clarity and transparency. And here's the thing, the partner that you deserve, Jared, the partner that anyone deserves is someone who, while we don't all know what our feelings are at any given point, um, mm. it's someone who is A, working to figure out what their feelings are, and then it's comfortable or does their best to express them so that you don't have questions around where yeah. they stand with you. You may have questions around your future and life and job and all that happens, but you don't have to wonder, do they really mean it that they care mm -hmm. about me? Do they not? Do they really want to be with me? Do they not? Like that right there is the red flag on flag well, on flag on flag. Who says I love you? To someone that they're like, well, we'll casual, you know, like then, then yeah. scoop yeah. me up. Don't let me get away from you. And it's right. like, well, then maybe you don't love me. 
The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Green Chef. If your resolution this new year is to eat better, smarter, and cleaner, Green Chef is here to help. Every week, Green Chef sends you new recipes with over 30 meal choices every week and the flexibility to switch plans. You'll always find a nutritious meal that tastes great. Everything they send is pre-portioned, so you'll never have to worry about planning or shopping for dinner again. Here, I love what Green Chef is doing. I love because listen, if you're living with a roommate or you're living with your significant other or you're living alone, the hardest part is going out to the store and buying the right amount for you and portion sizes. And Green Chef makes sure to give you the right size and the right portion and with great recipes that you're not making. You're not going to make these recipes. You're not going to, you know, you're not going to get inventive. You're going to do the same thing every night. Let Green Chef keep it fresh. Green Chef is a USDA certified organic company that makes eating well both easy and affordable, and it saves you time. You don't got to go to the grocery store, stand in line, haul it all back home. Green Chef shows up right at your door with everything you need. If you're busy, like, I am, and you need to eat healthy. Green Chef fits perfectly into your lifestyle. Go to greenchef.com slash JTrain10 and use code JTrain10 to get 10 free meals, including free shipping. That is huge. That's G-R-E-E-N-C-H-E-F dot com slash JTrain10. Use code JTrain10 and you'll get 10 free meals, including free shipping. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Brook Linen. Everyone could use more coziness in their life. It's actually one of the best gifts you could receive. Let Brook Linen be your holiday elf this year and get everyone on your holiday list a cozy and comfy 2022. I'm going to tell you right now. I love Brooklinen. What I love is that it gives you the opportunity for a refresh. It's going to be a new year. You're going to want new sheets on your bed. You're going to want a clean, you know, comfy alternative to the old stuff you got on there right now. And what better time than right now? Brooklinen was created to, to bring comfort to every corner of your space at prices you can afford. And they're not just sheets anymore. Their collection of cozy must-haves now includes everything from furniture and rugs to slippers and loungewear. Yeah, so start your 2022. It's going to be cold. It's going to be winter. Let's get some new cozies in the, in, in the, in the house. Shopping doesn't get any easier than Brooklyn and bundles. Save more when you stock up on essentials for your space. And now with Brooklyn and gift cards, you can give everyone exactly what they want. That's a cute, great last minute gift idea. Give the gift of comfort this holiday season and save while you do it. Go to brooklinen.com and use promo code JTRAIN20 for $20 off with a minimum purchase of $100. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Enter promo code JTRAIN20 for $20 off with a minimum purchase of $100. Brooklinen.com, promo code JTRAIN20. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Devin Simone. At Devin Simone with a Y. DevinOnDating.com to sign up for the free pool matchmaker dating coach how about this one how to know when he just wants attention and when you're just his friend who is a girl okay jared big fan of the pod it has truly helped me navigate dating and relationships i have two questions when a guy is showing me an unusual amount of attention how do i know if it is just because he is seeking attention and that he'll look for attention anywhere and how do i know when he just wants to be friends when he's always initiating contact and says he misses me when we don't see each other so then she put this into two bullet points. 
One, I keep finding myself in positions where a guy initiates talking to me every day. We weren't close enough friends before, but a friendship develops and we start talking for hours every day. I start to catch feelings because I truly enjoy our conversation getting to know each other. But my guy friend say to be wary of guys who just want an ego boost and are looking for attention and reach out to me because they know I'll give them attention. And then here I am thinking this guy who I have a connection with and I have gotten to know and who I've gotten to know is interested in me. When in the end he just wants attention, I end up getting hurt after having been vulnerable is there a way to detect their attention seeking motivation when it comes across to me as interest in me what do you think of that we'll start with that yeah so that's a really good question that's something as a matchmaker i've heard a lot like people have a lot of stories <laughs> of that um i think her guy friends are correct remember how we talked about those six human needs love and connection mm -hmm. being one of them um there are a lot of guys who get that love and connection just by talking to you and flirting it's why it's why guys will text you up right it's why guys mm -hmm. will have endless conversations but then never progress to actually making plans and you're sort of can like I, what, what does that can even I, mean can I get the girl do you know yeah. then getting the girl is as feels as good sometimes as being with the girl you know um, yeah yeah, I mean, I, it doesn't logically make sense. I feel like being with her would feel great. But yes, that is 100% true. And yeah, you're right. And also, you know, studies have shown that when it comes to the dating apps, men follow that philosophy as well. So men, when they use dating apps, typically um, are less discriminate when they're swiping right. So they'll pretty much swipe right on anyone because mm. they then want to see who will match with them back. Like, totally. even if they're not going to respond to that person, they want to see you match back where women are much more discerning and who they will swipe right on because they don't want a bunch of creepers in their inbox. Guys are like kids on Halloween. You know, mm -hmm. the, no, no child on Halloween is like, well, I don't like raisinets. You know, right. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I'll go to the next house. No, they take everything in their little pumpkin case. Yeah. And then they go, I'll, I'll dump it out on the floor when I'm home and sift through and get rid of the, you know, the healthy and, and the yes. dentist stuff. And I'm going to keep the, the Snickers. I will literally never look at Raisinets the same again because of that <laughs> analogy. That's so brilliant, though. But you're a thousand percent. I'm going. I'm just going to put it on the record. I'm going to use that uh, use in talking with clients because that's brilliant. And yes, <laughs> that's how guys are. So her guy friends are right. The best way to tell is like, do their actions follow their words? So two ways actually. Do their actions follow their words? Meaning, if they say they miss you. After a couple I miss yous, they should be making plans to see you. But well, I get that we're going through a pandemic. You, but even a Zoom, setting up a Zoom versus just the phone is one thing, right? And then making plans of how you're going to connect, I think, is important. The other thing that you should be asking yourself is, how do I feel when I'm done talking to them? Do you feel recharged? Like, do you feel like you've also gotten something? <coughs> or do you feel drained because you've been giving them and making them feel good and, and you haven't been receiving the same energy back? That's kind of the, the point that I'm like sitting on. And it's like, listen, we can only speak to the emailer. If a right. guy wrote in and was like, I keep getting matches and I talk to them all day, um, I hate doing this and I never make a plan, we'd have to speak to him. But right, right. We, we can only speak to this woman who's writing in and it's a great email and it's a good point, but she seems mm -hmm. very helpless to me. Like mm -hmm. all of her stuff is like, we're, we're not even close friends, but I start to get feelings because they're talking to me all day. At what point is, are you going, I got shit to do. Can you, um, right. you know, make a date with me so, I, so we can go out right. for drinks? At what point, have you asked yourself, what do I want from hypothetical man? Not, right. not this guy. 
Just start yeah. with hypothetical, because she writes this situation. Let's read this. There's a guy friend who I talk to every day for hours at a time, either via text or on the phone. He also kind of came out of nowhere because we weren't friends. And then mm-hmm. COVID started, and we started talking, and now we are pretty close. See, COVID starts, and he has an excuse, so he can mm-hmm. talk to you for an hours at a, at a time without making a plan. And it's like, mm-hmm. I'm sure she is a beautiful woman. I'm sure her Instagram is public. I'm sure she's yeah. getting DMs, and that she's like, hot. You can't be so naive. And I, and I listen, we're all naive in certain places in our life, right. but she sounds like someone who's like looking for answers while avoiding because she yeah. writes we've always been very flirty for, towards each other and it got to the point where i told him i had feelings for him have you met in person she hasn't even said right that. What, what's the date and i needed right. to set a boundary because he was in a relationship see oh see see and now it, she writes and now engaged he and I had a long conversation last week about relationships, and I told him that I, that I told him, see, you're going on and on with an engaged guy. And listen, he's not yeah. right. The, the problem is sometimes we go, well, he's more wrong than me, so I'll keep doing yeah. it. And it's like, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 you got to bail. He, had, he and I right. had a long conversation last week about relationships. I told him that I think that when I talk to a guy every day and share intimate details about my life with them, it's because I'm interested in them as more than just a guy friend and I want to see if something romantic could develop. He responded saying, well, you and I talk every day. And I told him, hence the reason I develop feelings for you. He said he and I are just friends and defined that as someone he thinks often uh, he often thinks about and misses and wonders what I'm doing and misses my voice. Like, he and so he co- likes calling me to see how I'm doing and what I'm up to. Yeah, but he's using you emotionally. Yeah, and I exactly. think, that, and I think, isn't that how romantic relationships start? Well, no, they no. start with like a drink and coffee. They start <laughs> with reciprocity and meeting in person and both parties giving to one another equally, right? Like, and the theme we've heard with these emails has been, and like we as women do this to ourselves a lot, and and it's okay. It can get better. We've all been there at some point, but like it starts with this uneven balance where each of these women is doing more of the emotional lifting than the other person. Mm -hmm. And that is the biggest red flag of them all. You deserve reciprocity, like hands down. Okay. Use this analogy. Imagine it depends, whatever the guy is into Jared, what are you into? What would you want tickets to? What's just something you would literally die to get tickets to? I guess I would like to go to like, I'm not a big tickets guy. I I love the. I'll say a a, a Patriots game. I was going to say what? Okay. I said you can say Adele, Jared. I love Adele. I love Adele. Yeah. I want to see Adele live. (laughs) Okay. So a Patriots game. All right. So say they were like, uh, you know, 50 yard line, like on the ground, whatever tickets to a Patriots game to Mm. some big major game. Um, Now, you and I was like, Jared, I have these two tickets. Um, and therefore you like I have two extra tickets. Therefore you. You would likely go through hell and high water. Cause if I was like, Jared, you just have to come get them. Like they're your name's on them. They're here. The game's in a week, whatever. Like, come yeah. get them. You would go through hell and high water. I haven't seen you in person in years, but you would be just knocking out my be like, Jared, I didn't even give you my address yet sure. to get the tickets because amazing. These women in the stories, anyone listening is more valuable than those tickets and not just because they're patriot tickets but they're more sure. valuable than any uh, anything there is and a guy will go through hell and high water if he really likes you if he's really into you he will do what needs to be done to the best of his ability to make it happen i get it's covid things are but he will be like, you know what? I can't see you, but I, I'm a FaceTime you. And then I've looked up flights already. Like I'm, but like he would be making moves to come and get it. Yeah. You wouldn't have to suggest it. He wouldn't be like, oh, well, maybe next year. Like that's yeah, a sign. and 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 if they were, you know, she's 
holding on to this like friendship versus non-friendship and it's like right. she's so caught up in like his feelings and who's a friend and not a friend it's like hey uh like she writes so i asked him when you describe someone like that isn't that a person you'd want to date he said he has a different rubric for friends versus girlfriends and he says he has multiple girlfriends like this who he talks to every day it's like get away from this i don't have a lot of guy friends right. this and how much new- hours how many hours does no. he have if he has multiple people he's talking to like that every day? Lord. Totally. And it's like, you got to run. Not, no, don't walk. Run away from this situation. Like right. this person, like, you know, this person says they develop feelings over text. And it's like, maybe this isn't. I think that's the big thing, too, where it's like, mm-hmm. you know, we consider text effort when it's not. Text is not. It is effort. not. It it's is zero not. effort. So like that's not going to the Patriots game with you. Right. You know, that's, right. that's you know, that's uh, going to the Patriots game is leaving the house, taking a few right. hours away, like like spending time with you, talking to you, going face to face, having to make, you know, having the awkward moments, the good moments, you know. Right. So and paying, you know, like right. there's. Yeah. Let me just give two examples, if I may, just so people have context of like what is actually possible. So during COVID, right, when things were like shut down, shut down, people couldn't go on dates in person. So there was a brief time when some of our matches were actually doing Zoom dates to start because literally Mm -hmm. the world, you know, this is the beginning, you know, 2020, like the world was shut down. And we actually found guys being even more thoughtful during that time. There was one example where um, for their second date, they did a second date on Zoom um with her permission he had she had shared what her first her favorite restaurant was on the first date so on the second date he ordered food from her favorite restaurant had it sent to her place ordered from that same restaurant had him had it sent to his place so that over their zoom date it was like they were sharing dinner and had a dinner date there was another couple where they went each and picked out their favorite bottle of wine and then did like a mini wine tasting over zoom like this is the level of thought i that can go like Guys have it, it in them when they want the to. Ca- the capability is there, is yeah. what you're saying. Like the idea that yeah. like, and listen, the problem becomes um, a lot of people, like someone listening could go, oh, they're trying to love bomb. Like we like lean on these phrases. It's like, no, you, I think a lot of these emails, like, like the next one is titled, what does he want? If we're living mm-hmm. in the world of what someone else wants, then exactly. your feelings are always going to come second. Like exactly. these people aren't thinking, well, what do you want? They're thinking, I want to keep talking to you over DM and talk on the phone for hours while being engaged to someone else. That's what Exactly. If you always put him first and show that you come second, he inevitably is gonna treat you as though you come second. And that J-train. is not a partnership. No, J Train Podcast at gmail.com, J Train Podcast at gmail.com here with Devin Simone. At Devin Simone on Instagram, DevonOnDating.com to sign up for matchmaking and dating coach. J Train, what does he want? Love you and all you do. My mom watched your Tonight Show set as if she was watching her own kid. Thank you. She <laughs> loves you and was too proud. Was so proud. We were the mom and daughter at your Chicago Zany Show on Family Night. Well, thank you. Anyways, I met this guy on Hinge about two weeks ago. The first week of talking, we just got to know each other and kept it light. We would FaceTime every night, too. A few mm-hmm. days after we started talking, we had a texting phone sex conversation. See, again, where's the date? Where's mm-hmm. where's, where's the, the effort? Leave, where's the where's when does the, he have a belt on? You know, mm-hmm. like as the person mm-hmm. wore a belt to see you that seemed mm-hmm. to set off a new vibe to the quote unquote relationship. He invited me to his house the same night and I went over. See, mm-hmm. you know, the, the thing is, he got he, he you know, you go the same night and you go over you go well he knows that he's unlocked the key yeah and you can't put that back in the box they we have to be careful of giving 
seven course meals to people who deserve cold ass ravioli <laughs> at the can. He and, invited me to hold on. Let me get through this email. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He invited me to his house the same night, and I went over expecting to have sex. Uh, uh, expecting to have sex with him. Nothing happened. Not even a kiss. I left that very night. Uh, that night, very distraught and confused. We have continued to talk, but now our conversations are about sex. I'm not against it, as I am not looking for anything serious right now. I have told him multiple times that I am DTF, but he hasn't tried to make plans to meet up and hook up. The other day, he asked if we were going to become friends who fuck. I said sure. He said the, that the idea of a friends with benefits, friends who fuck relationship makes him nervous and he doesn't know if it would be if he would be good at that i ended the conversation saying we don't have to label anything and he seemed cool with that he was the one who asked to define the relationship also important to the issue maybe is that he is my brother's ex-girlfriend's ex-boyfriend's my brother's right my brother's ex-girlfriend's ex-boyfriend okay my brother and his girlfriend broke up uh very recently and this guy does not know yet um, he is 31 and I'm 27. So my questions are, what does he want out of this? Does he just want the ego boost of someone to sex? Does he want a relationship? Should I stop talking to him if it doesn't, if he doesn't make a plan? What do you, what do you think, Devin? I think if he wanted to, he would. We like, you don't have to do this mind Jenga, whatever, these acrobatics mm. to try and figure out a good partner, someone who's actually going to add value. I promise you, ladies, I promise you, men, I promise you will be clear about hey, I really like you. I want to see where this goes. Like, I, I want to see what we can do here. Like, trying to convince and see if you can move him towards and figure out and be a step ahead of his thoughts. Even if you did get him, do you really want to be in a relationship that is that for however long, where you're constantly trying to figure out and second guess and going, what does he mean by that? I mean, what are your thoughts, Jared? Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think there's another way. It is interesting to me that she is sitting here like it's almost like she's doing it backwards to me like sex she says she signed it sincerely just trying to get laid which is fine mm-hmm. I'm, I'm okay with that i'm not i would never judge someone for what they want so mm-hmm. but she says just trying a lot of these emails are like are, are living in the assumption that mm-hmm. i have emotional you know like i'm emotional and i have thoughts and yeah. i think about things and the other person doesn't at all they yeah. have you're dealing with an emotional mess as messy as you. So let's not believe that we're better or worse than anyone we're dealing with. Everyone's just as smart as you within 10%. Everyone feels the same way you do. Right. So this idea that he's going to lead you anywhere when you don't know what you how you want to be led is going to lead you down very confusing paths. So for an example. Right. She stands it just trying to get laid. Like they have this sexting conversation. She ends up, uh, hey, come over now. And then they don't have sex. Are you turned off by that? How do you want to get laid? Like right. where, there's nowhere in this email. Like if she said, like, let's take Let's write down what like I think everyone should do erotic fan fiction for their own life. <laughs> I <laughs> like, love don't, that. Don't you think it would make it easier if you wrote down, like take a night, glass of wine, and write it and, and write your perfect casual relationship, write your perfect real relationship and write it out. Make your own Hallmark porn. And mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be crazy. It could be. So we went out for drinks and then he was touching my leg and then he asked me over to his place and his place was pretty nice. He, he had a roommate, but he had his own bedroom and a headboard like the bar doesn't have to be very high, but you can go. Yeah. And then I and then he, you know. 
we ended up making out and he explained to me that he doesn't like to have sex on the first day or uh, sex, but he's not looking for anything serious. And I told him I'm not looking for anything serious. Would you walk away from what's the situation you would walk away from feeling good? And because this person hasn't thought about that. They're just like, I'll take sex. It's like, well, then how do you want the sex? You know, and, and so what's the bar? Because this guy is not thinking of that for you at all. Right. Right. It's just right. I because I'm looking They're at this. They're leading like, with where... other people's feelings. Like yes. it's it's being more concerned with the other person's feelings, which is thoughtful, but it's detrimental to your development in a healthy relationship. And the and the reason people don't write out their own erotic fan fiction is because they might never get it. You know, you you yeah. know, or you might have to like go, okay, uh, I'll 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 take a loss here to get a win here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like There's negotiation. Yeah. And that's real life. That is real. Nobody yes. has all the things. That is real life. 110%. But yeah, it's. I also think I'm going to go on a limb and say she's actually just trying to. I think she wants a little more with this guy mm. at least. Maybe not with everyone. She's just trying to protect herself. Because totally. A, you likely wouldn't be writing this essay if or seeking advice or input if you really didn't care. And I bet she's a, a great girl. If she could get this guy to be interested, I'm sure there are other guys who are probably interested in her and she doesn't even realize it. And so therefore, if you were just trying to get laid, like you were just, that was literally just the yeah. thing, you wouldn't be trying to like figure well, out how to crack this code. Totally, and you would have terms and conditions for how you get laid. You know, yeah. you would have the, you know, the Apple agreement page where they have to click yeah. it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Stitch Fix. Just when you thought ordering from Stitch Fix couldn't get any better, those mad scientists of style are here with their new creation, Stitch Fix Freestyle, your personal AI dresser and BFF. I love this. What I love about Stitch Fix is, you know, we're not, we're too hard on ourselves. You know, you know, it's hard for for us to pick out something that's outside of our normal taste. And what Stitch Fix does is they get a little you know, you know, they get a they get a little uh, you know uh, profile on you, and then someone looks at you and goes, "Here's some new stuff you wouldn't have thought of," and and also you get to try it on in your own home. There's no mirror at the store that you don't trust. It's no rush decision. You get to make the decision in the comfort of your home. Freestyle learns what cuts fabrics and fits you like the best it's a one-stop destination stitch fix combines over a thousand brands and since freestyle knows all about you you can shop everything from basics outerwear and high-end designer looks for a night out in the town all in one place get all the benefits of a personal concierge totally for free no subscription required plus they'll throw in free shipping returns and exchanges it's all in one hassle-free personal shopping service get started today at stitchfix.com slash jtrain try stitch fix freestyle stitchfix.com slash jtrain get out there and look your best at stitchfix.com slash jtrain tell them jared sent you the J Train Podcast is brought to you by Nutrafol. If the thought of your thinning or lessening hair is keeping you up at night, you're not alone. Join the thousands of other women who have decided to take back control of their hair with Nutrafol. I gave it to my mom. My mom loves it. She uses it. She's uh, she's seeing benefits from it. And you know, I think if you're out there and you're and it's on your mind, Nutrafol could be a great solution for you. Nutrafol works by targeting the five root causes of thinning: stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, and metabolism. Physician formulated to be 100% drug free. Nutrafol uses natural, clinically effective, bo- bo- uh, clinically effective botanicals. I almost didn't get that word out. 
Clinically effective botanicals. It's easy to help. Uh, it's easy to get help. Visit Nutrafol.com and take their hair wellness quiz for customized product recommendations. When you subscribe, you'll receive monthly deliveries so you never miss a dose. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after six months. As Nutrafol's powerful ingredients bring your body back into balance, you may also notice improvements to your overall well-being including more restful sleep, less stress, and better skin, nails, and libido. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support the show by going to Nutrafol.com and using promo code JTRAIN. And new customers will get 20% off. This is their best offer available anywhere. Plus, free shipping on every order. Get 20% off at Nutrafol.com. That's spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Promo code JTRAIN. Stand up for your strands and get Nutrafol. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com here with Devin Simone at Devin Simone. Go follow right now. So fantastic. DevinOnDating.com to sign up. Okay, so I sent you a couple of screenshot emails. I thought this one was interesting because sometimes people think this is fun in games and it's not mm-hmm. fun in games. Like I, I it is interesting that this person wrote in with okay, so let's get to the first email. It's a short one, yep. but I, I thought it was just so interesting. Tip for when people come out of the woodwork, screenshot attached. Okay, you looking at it? Yep. So she writes, hey, Jared, thanks for all the laughs and advice. Whenever a contact in my phone with quote-unquote hinge as his last name texts me, I give my husband free reign to reply. He has his variations, but this is a good one. Hope you enjoy. So she's saying that randomly women will have guys reach out to them and because they or because they're home for the holiday or they yeah, they find course. a way to wiggle into your DMs or your phone, right? Yes, it's the ghost of X's past. It's called zombieing, really. But okay. yeah, they they just you think they're dead and then boop, <laughs> they pop back up. Mm-hmm. So I'll be him, I'll be this guy from Hinge and you be her but it's her husband responding. Yes. So okay. good. This uh, is so good. Uh, I'll I'll be a, hey, are you in blank now? Sorry, weird question. I thought I saw you running. By opting in, the end user agrees to receive periodic marketing text messages from Cracker Barrel Old Country Store Incorporated. Consent to receive marketing text messages is not required as a condition of purchasing any goods or services. This is a standard rate SMS, MMS program, and message and data rates may apply. So good. I think that's hilarious. (laughs) It's funny. I, I, I don't want to be the turd in the punch bowl. It uh, is. It, I, I don't because listen, it's all fun and games when your husband is at your house holding your hand behind 30 locked doors. And, you know, like you, I just think it and this is very much the tip of someone in a very safe relationship. Yes. And this is why I think a lot of people in relationships don't give very empathetic advice to me like i understand mm-hmm. i do think this is funny i think it's i think it's funny but i think i know guys are like puppy dogs if you keep playing with them they'll keep playing so they don't care that you're going you know that you're you know you're you keep taking away the bone That's they're gonna true. keep jumping for the bone so for you this might work i, I and and maybe it does but i'm saying it offers fodder and play and playfulness it's to engaging someone. it's engaging him. it's yeah it's a, i look i i think this is hilarious i feel like this is something i would do as someone 
in a safe relationship and the safe I think that's hilarious. But honestly, even if I back when I was single, you know, I feel like this, I have actually done something similar ish to people before, but only if I actually didn't mind continuing the conversation, right? Because that's just like point. you said, just like you said, yeah, you're responding still. And they're gonna know that you probably are teasing them or like taking the piss and therefore there you're gonna get a response back. So I would do it to people where I knew you know, I was okay still talking to them. But if it's someone like I, I currently do actually have a stalker who's like messaged oh, no. me and I block them and it's not not like it's fine. I've never met them, but they've been very persistent in trying to like exactly I don't engage at all, right? Like I would mm. never send something like this because in my mind I hope they think I magically just disappeared and don't exist anymore. Sure. Like I wouldn't send something like this back because it's engaging, right? And like and, you don't want to do that. And you don't totally and like for you for with someone like that like i'm even contacting police friends family to like right. let them know yes. like I've you know done that, it, yeah. this this uh, this goes over a cliff very yeah. quickly yeah. and you know we don't know you know johnny from hinge is mm-hmm. uh, we don't know and and right his opening message he could be crazy and his opening message is like is you know to me like i don't think this guy knows you have a husband like i think like <laughs> right I, I like i don't think he you know if i'm looking from his side like he's not like if you texted back, "Hey, I'm actually married now. Um, just want to be for you know up front, but that wasn't me." Or yeah. if you didn't text at all, it would go away. So I, 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 I get it's interesting. Like it's so this is fun. I, I don't want to be the guy that's like nothing's funny except I if I oh, say you're it. Definitely, you're definitely turning in the punch bowl, Jared. No, you're I know. I, I, like, oh, I can't. Fun. I wouldn't be able to live with myself if I was just like, oh, yeah, no guys. That'll ward every guy away. No. This guy, if I was this guy, I'd be like, well, I guess I'm opting in for, you know, the, the Crackle Barrel, you know, store. You know, like I mean, any, any syrup. Delicious. <laughs> but you could you could hit the block button, and I let I would say that she probably though also knows like going to live uh, the temperament of this person, right? Because mm. again, just like I said, there were people that I would have sent something similar to, you know, that I that I because I do think it's funny and I love a good joke. But then there are other people who you know, if you felt like they were weird when you knew them, and maybe that's why you stopped speaking to them or why you got, then of course don't abort, don't even engage, even... don't respond them being weird even if you were like kind of like them and then they ended it and ghosted yeah this, yeah this isn't a way to be like to let them know that you're stronger now agreed because then you're emo- you, you know there's a chance you go well they are reaching out and they were right. fun with that opt-in text it can make you forget yep. the ghosting that happened from johnny hinge yeah yeah like this is something you really can only do if you're in a very emotionally comfortable and safe space in your own accord right so you're not looking for someone doesn't mean you're in a relationship you could be single but if you pass that point with that person and you're just like ah, i'm not you know into that at all anymore there's no risk of going back and if you feel like the person you would be sending this to isn't a mental liability and i don't know how well some of y'all can judge that but you know it's just not <laughs> so simple j yeah. j train podcast at gmail.com j train podcast at gmail.com let's do one more Devin. you ready okay Deal. This is a little bit longer, so I'll, I'll kind of get through it a little bit, okay? Okay. It's called Asking Why He Wouldn't Fuck Me Ruined Our Relationship. Okay. 
For context, I'm a 22-year-old female living in a city on the west coast of Canada. I was seeing this guy a few months ago, 21, and everything was going really well. We met on a film set, but reconnected when we saw each other on Tinder. He is in the same line of work as me, acting. He's sweet and gorgeous, and we have a similar sense of humor. Our first date was amazing, and then our second date, we had this great conversation about how we were both looking for long-term romantic partners. We were on the same page about so many things, and honestly, he gave me he gets my dreams and acting aspirations, which is really special. It's hard to find someone who understands this crazy career and the highs and lows. Yes, here comes the problem. We were going out for about five to six weeks and things were moving really slowly, really, really fucking slowly. Six weeks in, he kissed, he initiated. Uh, we had a kiss, we had kissed, he initiated and then made out a bit and then we... Uh, had made out for a bit one other time, initiated by me. I'm not saying I need to sleep with any, anyone immediately, but after six weeks, I felt like something must be up. I would usually uh, sleep with someone around the third date if I was interested in them. This was on my mind. I started to feel weird about it. So after our next date, I dropped him off at his house. I came in to use the washroom. Obviously, I didn't want to. I wanted to. I obviously I didn't. I wanted to fuck him. His roommate was out. I tried to initiate something, and he participated for about ten minutes before saying, "I'll walk you to the to your car." I felt kind of rejected at that moment, and I probably should have brought it up in person. But I didn't feel brave enough to uh, right then, so I just left. On the way home, I realized I was feeling upset and rejected, worried that maybe he wasn't attracted to me or something was off. Yes, I did. Uh, cry in my car but mainly because the last guy I dated kind of affected my confidence I calmed down and I decided to call him and just be honest honestly all I wanted in that moment was some reassurance that he was attracted to me and didn't want to have and did want to have sex eventually the conversation seemed to catch him off guard and I could sense that he felt really taken aback long story short the conversation moved towards the classic what are we and ended with him saying he was trying to figure out if he could even commit to me because he was trying to balance school this made things even worse because the guy before him also ended things with me by saying he didn't have enough time because of school the next day he sent me this so let's read the screenshot you ready mm-hmm hold on wait you go you start that okay. I was listening to you read it to me yep uh-huh Okay. Hey, I hope you're doing all right. I just want to reiterate that I like you and that I enjoy spending time with you. With that said, I think maybe we should meet on Monday or whenever you're free to talk about things in person. That, uh, that last conversation caught me off guard, and I think the contents of what we talked about shouldn't be brushed off because you sounded like you'd been, been crying before you called, and I never want to make you feel distraught like that. And she said, hey. Thanks for saying all that. I'm so sorry that conversation caught you off guard. It wasn't my intention to spring anything on you. I just felt in the moment like I really needed to say something. Thank you for listening, though. I really genuinely appreciate it. And I think you're right. Talking in person would be good. I felt reassured and was really happy that he listened. Next day we meet up and talk and it was one of the most confusing conversations of my life. He told me that he felt extremely taken off guard by the phone call we had. He also said that he was really busy with school in January, it was November, and that he didn't think he could do this. In the same conversation, he said he really wanted to date me. He said he didn't know what he wanted anymore and he said that in his mind, we were already together. He also added that I was really special to him and no matter what, he always wanted us to be friends. No, just no. She writes, no, no, just no. Honestly, I was really confused and I felt upset that I tried to be honest and vulnerable and I felt like I had fucked things up by trying to communicate. I felt like this, like I was uh, made to feel like I did something wrong. We've left things in a really weird place where we didn't decide if we were even still together. The only thing we actually did agree on was that we needed to talk again in a few days. The next day he texted me, screenshot too. Hey, I don't know if you still wanted to come see the show, but I got free tickets just in case. It's happening tonight at eight. Let me know though. I'd still like to go. Okay, I'll save a ticket for you then. 
So the next day I went to the play at his school and we actually had a fantastic time. I planned out what I was going to tell him when we talked again and decided I would say honestly that I really liked him and wanted to date him, but that his, this relationship was too complicated. I was going to tell him I wanted uh, someone who would make who would make time for me. When I got to the play, I was worried seeing him uh, would be awkward, but we sat with a lot of his friends and his body language made it clear that he was interested, smiling and laughing and lots of glances at me. At the end of the show, we were in the parking lot and we walked with he walked with me in my car next thing i know he just climbs in doesn't even ask if i if i can drive him home just hops in so i figured i would drive him home and we would talk that's why i assumed he got in my car so we'd get to his place and i say can i come in and hang out because we agreed we would talk and figure out next time we would see each other instead he looks at me dead in the eyes and says maybe we should just hang out another time and then he gets out of the car no hug no kiss no nothing i just sat there what the fuck just happened later that night get this text he writes Thanks for coming. <laughs> it was fun, but I think we probably need to talk again at some point. Yeah, I think so as well. A lot of talking going on. He thanks me for coming with exclamation points. <laughs> also, I couldn't believe I drove him home. I felt like such an idiot. I had no idea what to say to this and was a little bit pissed off at, the, at, at this point, so I didn't respond. That was the last I heard from him, and it's been a month. I know this is absolutely over, but I'm still left with questions. I'm mad that he wouldn't just clear, clearly communicate with it with me. I don't believe the I'm too busy with school excuse because if he wanted to be with me, he would uh, make the time. Do you think I did something wrong here? Did, it, did bringing up not having sex with me make me seem crazy? Did he feel like I was pressuring him? I told him that if he wasn't ready, then I was totally fine waiting until he was. Have you ever heard of a guy who wouldn't sleep with someone for six weeks but claims he's attracted to them and wants to date them? Also, how can I avoid men who seem like they want to date you but then lose interest around the six week mark when they when you try to define the relationship i would love any and all advice thanks so much for helping me put my brain on the shelf and relax every week devin what do you think first of all i want to give her so much props for taking the time to check in with herself and her own feelings and then trying to communicate them like seriously give yourself a round of applause i'm giving you a big hug like the fact that like it's okay that you were disappointed it's okay you got hurt it's okay that you cried it's okay that you upset but the fact that you took a moment to go okay what am i feeling in this moment why do i feel that okay let me now communicate this to him like that takes balls that's also a sign of growth and maturity mm. like just not to be on a soapbox but seriously go girl amazing Ser that's that's great with mm. that said is there anything you did wrong it is never wrong for you to healthily manage your emotions, right? Which means you're not like flying off the handle randomly and you're like, I don't know why I'm mad. No. Like to, to take an inventory of what, okay, I'm feeling a certain way. Let me communicate that to this other person. There is never anything wrong with doing that. That is the sign of growth. That's how relationships are supposed to be. And him not being there, or being available to you in the way that you want just means it wasn't meant to be. I know that's not what you want to hear, but she said a perfect line in that email, which is, I know that if he really wanted to, he would. And that's true. If he really wanted to, he would. And it doesn't make him a bad person. We don't know him, so I don't want to put that out there. But if he really, if you were the Patriots tickets in his eyes, he mm -hmm. would have done his best to find a way to balance all of that out. I don't think that she did anything wrong. And while it sounds like he ghosted her, it's the best gift he could have given her because it means he's moved himself out, like cleared that space so that someone even better can come in, which is what she ultimately deserves. Yeah, I agree with you. I think she it's interesting. Like, let's start with they're both very young. Yes. 21 and 22. So yes. let me tell her both of you 
are trying to figure out your relationship with sex. All of this right. email, and and I agree, she did a lot of. I don't think she did anything wrong. She's like, right. She's banging against a door trying to figure out why aren't you gonna fuck me? And yeah. you know, like I want to have sex, and sex is a part of a relationship for me. Yeah. And you know, from his side, I'm I'm gonna give him some empathy. I don't think he's an evil person in this. I I, I agree. I, I I think like he's trying. He's 21 trying right. to figure out what he likes, doesn't like, and also how to not hurt someone's feelings in the process. Because right. all of this is a full contact sport that involves mm-hmm. another person's emotions. And this guy's tiptoeing because he's like, I don't want to step on someone's heart. And Absolutely. that's giving him, you know, there, there's someone that could be like, no, fuck him, he's an asshole. He could have just communicated. And it's like, he's trying in the way he knows I think how. he was trying, right. I think he was trying. And, and, and if you sit here the whole time, and, I, and I'm going to say this to her, when you're 22, you do this a lot. Look, listen, people do it at 32, 36, 40, 50, whatever. You know, people opt for confusion over taste. Mm-hmm. And to me, she's always confused. And and that is her saying, and I understand why, because she doesn't want to admit, hey, I want to have a sexual relationship with someone that's committed and this guy's great in all these other ways and gets me and he's the perfect guy because he's an actor and he understands mm-hmm. this crazy mixed up world and all the emotions that go with it. So I'm going to give him seven chances because he mm-hmm. has all these good things. But there's a point where you have to go, yeah, I, he's got it all, but not the thing that makes it all complete. And I think right. that's something where, like, and I can only speak to her. I can't, like to him, I can say from the other side, I can tell you, do guys not have sex with someone they're attracted to? Yes. A lot of times because they go, I know sex will make this a more serious relationship that right. I'm not ready for. I know right. sex is a contract agreement with a lot of women. Maybe not you, you know, but may- maybe not for you, but I'm making assumptions because I have an ego and I'm a man and all these mm-hmm. things that go into it. So if you want answers to him, like he's just not, he's going through shit the same as you. So I think that's right. when you, this is what happens when you ask someone else to like lead the way. It's like you can ask them to lead only for so long. And at a certain point you got to go, yeah, I don't want to be led by you. You, you know, I, I have a taste in yeah. this. Well, and also, to be fair, school is a real thing. And like you yeah. mentioned with their ages, school and acting career, I mean, you and I both dabble in entertainment. You know, that's like sure. adjacent to the, the things that we do. And so, yeah, when you're in your 20, you know, you've got to hustle. And some people, and I, I find, and not to be like all, you know, this is, I get that I'm painting a very broad stroke, right, with mm. a very big brush. But I do <clears throat> find that typically women seem to be a little bit better at navigating both. So like a woman can say, I'm trying to figure out school, I'm trying to figure out work, but I can also start this relationship, right, or plant well, that, seeds. And, and guys tend to, to be more of a one at a time thing. So they tend to do better when it's like, okay, cool. My career, it's not that it's, done or where it needs to be but like all right i've cleared a path like i've got i've got some headway here now i can bring in the relationship do you agree and a lot of that totally that's a lot of that societal that like and that's why i'm like in this scenario she sounds like a 22 year old woman who's asking for answers from a 21 year old man and that's why i'm like and i'm only speaking to her so i agree with you totally guys you know society if you're if you're not successful in your job you're a loser you, you mm-hmm. know, like, and, and, mm-hmm. and looks have nothing to do with it. And, you know, right. and, and listen, there's, we have to understand that society work is, is an environment for all of us, not just right. yep. women in the dating world. So, and for her, society says, you know, if you're in a relationship, you're winning. And if you're not in one, you're losing, which isn't fair as well. All of those things are unfair. Right. 
But that's why a lot of women are, are saying I can do both because I, I and, and if it doesn't work out, at least we're in love and we're living in a shack in Western Canada. You know, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. she wrote something very interesting to me that I don't think is a problem, but she has to understand. She wrote second date. We had this great conversation about how we were both looking for long term romantic partners. Mm-hmm. Two people can hear that in two different ways. If I if I was on a date with someone, I would say, okay, this person's looking for something serious. And when I have sex with someone, that means it's serious. Right, right. And, right. and so I, and I don't think she was wrong for bringing that up, but understand that your relationship to sex is different than the person you're dealing with. And maybe that's an uncomfortable conversation you have to have or not, or you don't have the conversation to move on from it. Right, right. J- you Train just took us to church. Right. We, we both did. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Devin, this was fantastic. I'm so happy you came on. So fun. Thank you for having me. Uh, Dr. Ruth, I feel like she'd be proud. I was going to put that there. She like brought she up two young children into this world to, to give great perspective. <laughs> um, everyone go follow Devin at Devin Simone, uh, DevinOnDating.com to sign up for matchmaking and dating coaching. I'm Jared Fried. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. Keep sending them in. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. We'll be back next episode. Boom. <laughs>